Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Time to talk podcasts. I'm joined by Elliot Childs, uh, uh, an important man here at RNZ, behind the scenes, and also a keen podcast listener. Hi, Elliot. Hi. Yes, I'm, I'm a very important man, Jesse. Very, very important. <laughs> this one looks good. Paul Giamatti's Chinwag with Stephen Asma. People will know Paul Giamatti, eh? He's, um, what, Sideways yep. and Billions? Yep. And uh, American Splendor. And all sorts of movies. He was John Adams in that great miniseries from a few years ago. Don't know if you ever saw that. But uh, no. Did he play a cartoonist? Yeah, one of that those was American ones? Splendor. He was. Oh, was uh, it? Yeah, Harvey Pika. The... Yes, that's right. I saw yeah. that. That was a great movie. Back uh, when I had time to go to festival movies. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah. And now he's doing a podcast. Yes. So he said on a recent episode of Mark Maron's WTF program that he has gotten sick of not talking about weird stuff and has decided <laughs> and said that he's going to have a podcast about it. So Paul and his um, his friend Stephen Asma, who's a college professor, um, sometimes just talk between themselves, sometimes get a, a guest in to discuss weird stuff like UFOs and Bigfoot and ah, ghosts. I'd be very welcome on this show. We've got quite a taste for it as well. Maybe we should try and get Stephen Asper on. Paul Giamatti might be a bit of a uh, big swing. I, th- I think you could probably do it. He seems quite keen to talk about it yeah. <laughs> whenever he can. Um, but yeah, and you know, Paul Giamatti being a big Hollywood actor, there's some big Hollywood guests on this show. Uh, Tom Hanks appears for a couple Gosh. of episodes. Um, Natasha Leone from... Um, what was that great show that she was on? Russian Dolls. Russian Doll. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Um, Ken Burns, the documentary maker, the famous documentary maker Ken mm. Burns, is on an episode talking about the American buffalo. Mm. And that's a particularly interesting one. Um, they get quite into history a lot of the time on these podcasts, talking about you know weird things in history or just the way that history is, is misrepresented or odd facts about history. Quite a loose brief, eh? Oh, incredibly loose. And more detour than actually sticking to the main subject um, in a lot of cases. So, you know, they'll just go off on on weird avenues and and just talk about whatever they want to talk about. And a lot of the time it's reminiscing about strange things that happen on film sets. There's um, a great episode with Patton Oswalt, the comedian and actor, who um, they initially start off talking about the Mandela effect, which is mass misremembering um, amongst people. It's called the Mandela Effect because a lot of people remember Nelson Mandela dying long before he actually did. Um, And so that's given rise to the name. But they eventually get to talking about the times that they've worked with animals on, on film sets. And it's, yeah, it's all very interesting. Covers a huge range of topics. 
doesn't stick to the brief in the slightest, but it's a great listen. And Giamatti comes across as very funny, engaging, and self-effacing, though, you know, frankly, what celebrity doesn't on their own podcast? <laughs> yeah, on their own terms. Yeah. Um, yeah, that Mandela Effect one's a, an interesting one, eh? We yeah. do a whole show on that. Um, yeah. The one, the one that, that always gets me is the Bernstein Bears. Yeah, Bernstein Bears, apparently. Yeah. Everyone remembers it as being spelled S-T-E-I-N, but, but it isn't. And it's like our minds see it that way. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of movie quotes as well. Uh, Luke, yep. I am your father. Yep. Um, come up and see me sometime. Uh, play it again, Sam. Yep. Yeah. Everyone none of them happened. They, yeah, none of them happened. Great. Um, you, you mentioned one of his guests, Sarah Val. Oh, I love Sarah Val. She's a, a, a history writer who's written a series of books on... American history primarily, um, but the she's also quite a realist and a pragmatist and not someone that goes in for ideas about UFOs and Bigfoot. Yeah. And uh, the, the title of that one is No Woo Woo for Sarah Val. <laughs> but it's, and, and Paul, where does Paul Giamatti sort of sit? Does, does he want to believe? I think he very much wants to believe. He has theories about... I won't spoil this for you, but there are the theories about Bigfoot being an interdimensional being. Yeah. And that's how you see Yetis in Tibet and Bigfoot in America and how some people see Bigfoot and other people don't see Bigfoot. It's it's complex. I don't know if I follow it. I don't know if I believe in it. In fact, I know that I don't believe in it, but it's... Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, we sometimes people get, uh, get sometimes hear from people uh, on the radio show here getting a bit cross when we talk about things like Bigfoot or Freaky Friday when we talk about mm. you know poltergeists or ghostly appearances. And I think the difference is it's, we're sort of not saying that we believe, but mm. we're kind of saying that it, it's fun to kind of believe. It's it's kind of fun to follow a, a story like that. You you can enjoy it even if you don't. Believe? Does that make sense? Who doesn't want to hear about Bigfoot encounters? <laughs> like they're great stories. They are always great stories. They're always either hilarious or terrifying or just plain weird. And yeah, they're they're fascinating things to talk about. And I don't know if I'm a hundred percent on board with any of those theories, but you know, I can't prove that Bigfoot doesn't exist. <laughs> um, well, no one can. That's the that's mm. the key. Thanks, Elliot. Uh, so we'll send people to that Paul Giamatti uh, podcast called Chinwag. Uh, what about the empty grave of Comrade Bishop? All right, so this one's a bit more... This looks quite obscure, historically <laughs> obscure. It's, I don't know if it's historically obscure, but it's definitely a bit of an, a mystery. Um, so this is from the Washington Post, and Martine Powers, um, a journalist for the Washington Post there, delves into this this mystery of... Grenada's leader, um, Maurice Bishop. So in 1979, Maurice Bishop rose to power um, of Grenada, which is an island in the Caribbean. He was the kind of charismatic, popular socialist leader there from 1979 to 1983. Um, And then in 1983, disagreements within his own party led to a coup by um, far-left hardliners, within the party, and Bishop and seven his, of his supporters were shot and murdered in cold blood. Um, of course, a, a coup in a Caribbean country in 1983 obviously caught the attention of 
the US government, who'd been paying attention to Grenada ever since Bishop came to power. Um, he was big on infrastructure and was building a huge airport in Grenada, which the US were obviously concerned about because they thought it could be used by the Soviets to, oh, yeah. to launch an attack. If, if, there, if, yeah, if, the, if there was a left-wing uh, government installed. Yes, exactly. So when this... Um, or a socialist government, I should say. Yeah. yeah. So, so when this coup took place in 83 and Bishop was, was killed, the US took this basically as an opportunity to invade. And after four days of, of battle, uh, the US won and they installed an interim government. Um, so after the chaos and the madness of the coup and the invasion had settled, Bishop's loved ones and the loved ones of his supporters as well had um, basically gone to try and find his remains and reclaim them so that they could bury them properly. But nobody could tell them where they were. Nobody could say where they were. They were unable to find them. And nobody has been able to give them any sort of a proper answer as to where these bodies are since 1983. And this coup has had lasting effects in Grenada. It's, it's still quite a big deal over there. And the fact that they've never been able to find or bury Maurice Bishop's body has been kind of a source of contention. Mm. And there's been many inquiries into it um, over the years, but nobody's really been able to come up with an answer. So Martine Powers from the Washington Post decided to investigate, and she digs in, looks around, talks to people. Did the Grenadian army dispose of the bodies after the coup? Were the US involved? Where did these bodies end up? And she kind of traces multiple people who were there at the time, um, both in the medical school at Grenada and in the army, as well as in the US army and uh, the US Foreign Service, and really digs into where these bodies could be I'll leave it to you to see if um, you know she comes to any concrete conclusions, but it's a really engaging listen. And, um, yeah, one of those strange mysteries of history that uh, keep popping up occasionally. Yeah, thank you. The Empty Grave of Comrade Bishop, and, and people will remember this, um, this geopolitical situation in Grenada in the early 80s. It was big news. Um, and I guess with the perspective of 40 years... Um, uh, an opportunity to find out what really happened and, and maybe there's a bit less secrecy around the US's involvement mm. um, and proper old school investigative journalism, right? Good on yeah. the Washington Post. Yeah, yeah. Proper kind of getting in there, going to Grenada, yeah. talking to people, tracking people down. There's um, a whole piece where she tracks down a guy that was interviewed 20 years ago by some schoolboys for, a, for a, a school project about the coup. And she has just a name to go on, which is a very common name amongst um, the people of Grenada. And she manages to track this guy down eventually and talk to him about what was going on. And it's, yeah, real proper investigative journalism. Great stuff. Elliot Childs, podcast critic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.